0: Hello and welcome to the podcast Adrian Rogers once said it is better to be hated for telling the truth than loved for telling a lie not that I want to be hated but it is better telling you the truth as opposed to telling you something you want to hear if you have been blessed by this podcast I would ask you to consider the following first would you please like and share this podcast so others may benefit as well secondly prayerfully consider becoming a sponsor of this podcast Your support to The Truth Must Be Told will allow me not only to keep making podcasts and maintaining the website, but your support will also make it possible to level up this program to new platforms so that the Word of God can go forward and reach as many people as possible. You can make your gifts to paypal.me slash And if you listen to the show on Anchor.fm, you can click the support button. You can also listen on iHeartRadio and view the podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for your support. And please keep listening to The Truth Must Be Told. Hello, folks. Let me ask you a question. Do you believe in UFOs, astral projections, mental telepathy, ESP, clairvoyance, spirit photography, telekinetic movement, full trance mediums, the Loch Ness Monster, and the theory of Atlantis? (laughs) Well,. If you uh, do believe in those things, then you've come to the right place. Today, we'll be exploring Bigfoot on the truth must be told. He's just ignorant. He doesn't know any better than to tell the truth. It's the truth. I just want to report the truth. It'd be a nice change of pace. Okay. When in doubt, tell the truth. Edward, I tried to tell the truth, and it kicked me off the air. You can't handle the truth! And now, speaking the truth, even though we Here's the host of The Truth Must Be Told, Sal Passos. Thank you, thank you to my big audience out there. Hello, hello, hello. Well, I hope you're all doing well today. Uh, This is Sal Passos, host of The Truth Must Be Told. And uh, welcome to episode 58 of the podcast. Excuse me, welcome to episode 58. Wow. Now, this is our second installment on The Paranormal. Now, you may be asking yourself, Sal, what does Bigfoot have to do with the paranormal? (laughs) Well, the subject of Bigfoot is part of a paranormal culture, which includes ESP, spiritualism, and, of course, ghost hunting, cryptozoology, which would include Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, et cetera, et cetera, uh, and then, of course, uh, ufology. So cryptozoology is the study of creatures that people claim to exist, but science ha- can find little to no proof that they do. Now growing up, as I've stated before, and you've heard me say this, that I was obsessed with ESP. That's before I became a Christian. I was obsessed with the uh, ES- ESP and uh, the ability to control things with your mind. Sort of like a uh, Jedi type stuff, move things, you know. And uh, hey, can you imagine what it would be like to watch a baseball game played um, all entirely by Jedi's? <laughs> That'd be interesting to watch, wouldn't it? <laughs> you know, throws the ball and drops, but the other guy makes it go. Yeah, I mean, it just it could just be fun. Anyway. Um, so I was also intrigued by UFOs, as I would, because I witnessed one when I was around ten or eleven years old. So I've always had, uh, you know, an interest in UFOs and things like that. So, uh, but uh, many things used to spike my interest, like things like the Loch Ness monster was another thing that I found fascinating, and this would fall under that cryptozoology thing, which are, they're claiming is a pseudoscience, and. Uh, yet all through the years, no one has been able to produce any solid evidence that these things exist. Bigfoot, uh, excuse me, including Bigfoot. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the history of Bigfoot. Now, <clears throat> you say this is really funny, Sally. You're talking a Christian show, we're talking about Bigfoot. Well, that's okay because, as you know, I try to you know hit things that people are interested in. There are so many Bigfoot documentaries out there. And uh, they do come up in the news quite a bit, uh, these documentaries at least. They, they're, they're all over the place. Of course, it's a big moneymaker with some of them. But through the centuries, many people have reported that these hairy creatures, mountain men, swamp monsters, whatever you call them, you know, have shown up. They've troubled people. They've scared people. Uh, it's much like the same way with people that report UFOs. You know, they see a UFO, they really don't have proof or they get some uh, half-hearted photograph that uh, really can't be uh, clearly seen. Now, in uh, 1967, there was the Patterson-Gimlin film, which captured captured footage of a female Bigfoot walking in the woods. Uh, It is by far the most famous of any of the videos out there, and there's mixed reaction to this. Some have authenticated it, others have debunked it. Uh, the ones have that uh, debunked. It say, "Well, it's somebody in a costume." The ones that uh, authenticated it say, "It couldn't be because of the stride, the way the creature walked, the way the uh, the muscles rippled in the legs." Yeah, because there's a very clear indicator of what was there, and uh, you know, so there's it goes back and forth. But either way, it was pretty impressive photography for the day. Now the term. Bigfoot in and of itself, started in 1958. Hey, the year I was born. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Um, Oh, wow, I got something to look forward to, huh? Hey, 1958, all right. That's funny, too, because on June 24th, which was my birthday, uh, but only in 1957, so 11 years before I was born, is when when, uh, the guy sighted the UFOs going over Mount McKinley. So anyway. So, yeah, I could, well, wow, ooh, numbers, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> in 1958, oh, uh, uh, the term Bigfoot started in 1958. Let me get back to that. I'm going back to my notes here, okay, so I could stay on track. Um, in 1958, uh, oh, I found this by uh, History.com. All right, this is from History.com. A journalist named uh, uh, Andrew Ginzoli. Of the Humboldt Times highlighted a fun, if dubious, letter from a reader about loggers in North California who discovered mysterious large footprints. Maybe we have some relative of the abominable snowman of the Himalayas, uh, Genzoli jokingly wrote in his September 21st column alongside the letter. Later, Genzoli said that he simply thought the mysterious footprints. Made a good Sunday morning story, but to his surprise, it really fascinated readers. In his response, Gin, Ginzoli and fellow Humboldt Times journalist Betty Allen published follow-up articles about the footprints, uh, reporting the um, reporting the name reporting the name of the loggers had given to the so-called creature who had left the tracks, Bigfoot, because it was wow. This must have had a really big foot because they had a, a cast of the, uh, of the footprint, and so the legend was born. Now, um, uh, so there are stories worldwide of, the, um, uh, of Bigfoot, and he goes by many names, he has many cousins, many relatives in different parts of the world. Uh, so, you know, the, so some of the names attributed to Bigfoot, uh, one of the most popular, you know, is Sasquatch. Now, uh, in Western Canada, the, for, uh, it, uh, Native Indians, uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this name right, so bear with me. I cannot speak this language. It's, uh, Sitalis is the first nation and they had what they call the Sasquatch, the Sasquatch, Uh, And that is where the derivative of the word, that is where Sasquatch, the name Sasquatch, came from. Uh, And they're mostly in North America, okay? And Canada, I believe, too. Uh, But Canada also has some different things going on, as America does. Uh, Yeti is another name you've heard. It's not just a uh, cooler. Why is my camera going crazy? I don't know if I can adjust this here. What the heck is going on? Hold on, let me see if I can configure this. Because I don't like seeing myself like this. This is uh, not good. (laughs) Hold on. I don't know if I can configure this now. Hold on a second, folks. Okay, that's weird. I I don't know what's going on. I I apologize for that delay. I'll have to bring the camera in a little closer because some looks like the automatic focus is on. Um, Anyway. All right, so... um, Yeti, where was I? Yeti, okay, yeah, it's not a cooler. Uh, It's not just a cooler. All right, Yeti uh, is from the Himalayas and surrounding areas of the Himalayas, uh, also known as the Abominable Snowman. That's where that phrase comes, and it could be a cousin to Bigfoot. In the southern U.S., Florida, Mississippi, um, Louisiana, probably in Alabama. I haven't heard it here yet, but they have something called the Skunk Ape. Again, from the reports that I've heard, it's uh, very similar to Bigfoot in what it does and etc. cetera. Yowie. Yowie in Y-O-W-I-E in Australia. they again, another version of Bigfoot. Almas in Mongolia. The Grassman. Now, this is interesting. The Grassman is in Ohio and western Pennsylvania. Now, believe it or not, Ohio is big on Bigfoot. Just like Northern California, and you wouldn't think that the center of the country there, but apparently there is millions of acres that are not developed, millions of acres that are unused and have never been trampled in. So uh, it's a very good possibility that uh, Bigfoot and these creatures up there, called the Grassman, Ohio and Western PA, definitely uh, could be. So that's another name. Um, Wendigo in Canada. Orang Pendek in Sumatra. Now, this is a good one. Mapinguari in South America. And Yeren in China. Now, these are ten names that uh, Bigfoot has taken throughout the... uh, All of these are very similar. They have some differences. They all, however, seem to share share the ability to basically hide in plain sight... And uh, basically they do the same things that we hear that Bigfoot uh, or Sasquatch does. Now, many reports of the sightings of these creatures claim they just seem to have disappeared into midair. Just boom. You know, they go to take a shot at them and they disappear. People have claimed to have shot uh, uh, Bigfoot, but no bodies have been recovered, nothing like that. So, Others report that orbs of light were around the Bigfoot. Which, uh, led, which leads some to think that Bigfoot is somehow connected to UFOs. So, see, they tie together now, don't they? <laughs> so that's always a possibility as well. Now, some Native American, uh, some Native, Native Indian tribes believe that uh, Bigfoot is a trans dimensional creature. And they have the ability to go into different forms of reality. So that's why they would vanish. Or oh, we don't see much footprints. People have followed the footprints and then they suddenly disappeared. All right, now, you know, in doing my research for this podcast, I've watched many docu- documentaries on Bigfoot and his cousins. All of the ones that I've seen, I'm dubious about because it looks more like the hosts of the show, the investigators, are looking to make a quick buck on their show. <laughs> I mean, it's just basically that's it. And they go out, and they always do the same thing over and over again. The investigators go out into the woods at night. They imitate Bigfoot sounds and hope to get a response or get something on camera or, you know, whatever. Now, some footage is interesting that they've had, uh, but there's nothing definite. There's nothing that could be definitely said, this is a Bigfoot. And uh, many, many uh, recordings have been made of the sounds of the Bigfoot screaming. You could find those online. I tried to find a decent sound clip to put on here tonight, but they were all just, I would have to turn the volume way, way up, and I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to blast your ears out, but you can definitely hear it, and there's some screaming in there, and uh, uh, then there's some thermal footage, but nothing is clear, okay? Nothing is clear. There was only one documentary that I found intriguing, and it was called Discovering Bigfoot by Todd Standing. Now, Todd is a bit strange. Needless to say, um, and he's come under a lot of flack because of his video. But he has some very interesting clips on that, on that that he has captured in close-up pictures of Bigfoot and the faces and stuff like that. So it's very, very interesting. So if you're interested, you know, check out um, check out his video, Discovering Bigfoot. Now, people who encounter Bigfoot mostly have the same story, similar to UFOs. They always have the same story. You know, we're driving along, we're walking along, a bright light took us up into a spaceship, gray aliens, experiment. What's the thing with anal probes, by the way? You know, know, these creatures come millions of miles just to stick something up of a a human's butt. But uh, they're always the same story, or or very similar in stories. But uh, people who encounter Bigfoot, you know, they mostly have the same story, and some vary in their thing, but... They have encountered the following in their experiences. they Very putrid smells. They said it smells something like a combination of garbage and sewer. All right? Worse than a skunk. Wood knocks. In other words, knocking on trees. Oh, the other thing uh, is trees being pushed over. That was another thing that I neglected to put in here. Rocks or boulders being thrown at them. Okay? Whooping sounds. Whoop, whoop. like that. Whistling growling howling and uh, the inability to run or speak that's same when they see these creatures they're just frozen they can't uh, they can't move uh, and the, also the, another common thing was the woods going silent just before they sighted the bigfoot so if anybody has been in the woods you know you hear a lot of things you hear crickets you hear birds you hear animals out there you hear all kinds of things but all of a sudden, the woods get deathly quiet, and that's when Bigfoot shows up. Interesting. Now, some have even heard Bigfoot talking to each other, not in English, but what sounded to them like a native Indian language. They, didn't, they couldn't be more specific than that, but that's what they said. Uh, to those who have had physical contact with Bigfoot have had similar ex- experiences as well. Including the things that I just mentioned above, they described Bigfoot as a hairy, having a human-like face, looking much like a Native American, with the high cheekbones and the wider nose, um, perhaps, and uh, uh, extremely tall, seven to eight feet or more, extremely muscular, barrel-chested, and very, very strong. Some have reported that Bigfoot had flipped over their campers, damaged their cars, you know. One sign of a that you know you're in a Bigfoot area is that trees have been ripped out of the ground and turned upside down and shoved in with the roots sitting out. So there's a, there's a lot of things that are saying these creatures are extremely strong. Uh, still others claim that they're not malevolent. That they're very, very kind. They claim that Bigfoot have saved their lives, given them food, protected them from danger. Others claims that they've had relationships with Bigfoot, not that way, but Bigfoot look, but with Bigfoot looking out for their children, or playing with their children. I just heard a story with um, a family who uh, was playing. They were th- they were throwing. They were young. It was back in the 1940s or 50s, and they were throwing pine cones at each other. You know, it was just a game. Two girls and they had nothing to do. So they tried to duck around the pine cones and whatnot. And I thought that was, you know, it was interesting. And then she said the, the pine cones started flying, and a young Bigfoot was there, and it was throwing and looking like it was laughing with them. And you know, they would go out and they would feed it, and Bigfoot would share things with them. It's interesting. So I mean, those the, those stories are out there now. Whether again, whether they're true or not, we just have to take the word of the person who is uh, telling the story. Excuse me. But I've listened to hundreds of these stories and if you're interested in hearing any I would suggest the best place you can go to is go to YouTube and search for a a, a program called Buckeye Bigfoot. Buckeye Bigfoot the host Nancy, she uh, reads encounters that folks have sent her in uh, have sent in and uh, she does quite well. She has an enjoyable voice and she tells these stories and uh, it's pretty interesting to listen to. Again, take it with a grain of salt I don't know whether it's real or not but it's something that I, you know, that I listen to and uh, when I'm doing things around the house or if I want to, you know. Especially in doing research for this show, I was uh, really getting into it and listening. That's and very interesting. So, uh, I enjoy her program. Anyway. So, the response to these reports are widespread. Much like that of UFOs and the Loch Ness Monster. Everybody has a story, but nobody has proof that it happened. But they all seem to be just as scared or sincere. As can be, all right, and sincere. They're scared, and they're sincere. This really happened, and uh, you know, they're they're. It's it's just it's just um, so it's it's pretty convincing, okay, that they've seen something. Now, maybe some of you out there that are listening within the sound of my voice, maybe some of you out there have heard uh, or seen a Bigfoot. I'd like to hear your story if you would mind uh, sending it to me in the email. You go to the org. There's a place there where you can email it. Now, at the bottom of the screen, you're going to see these numbers at the bottom of the screen. It'll say something like 4 plus 3. You just got to type 7 in the bar. It's just making sure you're not a, a, a computer, you're not a robot. <clears throat> so, you answer the math questions. And it's not difficult math questions, it's not going to ask you to solve for x or anything like that, okay? They're just putting simple things in there just to make sure you're a person and not a, uh, not a uh, uh, computer. All right, so I know what you're thinking, though. Why haven't we captured one, killed one, or find the remains of one? Well, to answer that question, I, I, I've been in the woods many, many times, uh, hunting and hiking back in my younger days. Been, I've been up in the woods with my uncle, We spent a lot of time upstate New York in the woods. I've lived in Wyoming. I spent a lot of time in the Black Hills National Forest. Surely there's got to be some there. There's millions of acres up there. But not talking about Bigfoot necessarily, but the times that I was hunting, I never saw a skeleton of a deer, a bear, a wolf, coyote, or any other animal for that matter. All right? Finding a deer's antlers, which I happen to find one, I have, there in my living room right now, uh, a, a one side of a deer antlers, and it's a very rare thing to find, because animals love to eat those things, and they come off, there's a lot of nutrition, there's a lot of protein in those, so other animals will gnaw on them and chew them, and they, they go away. You know, I, and I know, for example, that when I was in the woods of Wyoming, I know there were coyotes in, around, or wolves, I, I you know, I've seen their prints. I've heard them howling, all right? But I've never seen one in the wild. Same with bears. I was, I've been out in the woods a lot, and I've never seen a bear. All right? They just, they, you, I know they exist. The black bears are up there and grizzlies and all this. I never saw one. Never saw one. Doesn't mean they're not there. Okay. But Sal, can they exist? Excellent question. Excellent question. You know, is this, this, this is just a myth, you know, like the Loch Ness and all this other stuff, UFOs. And it's just all this uh, mythology and, and and campsite fire, campfire scare tales. Well, yeah, it's an excellent question. And the answer is, sure, why not? Look, I think there has been, there is ample eyewitness testimony to the fact that they exist. Hundreds of casts of footprints are in existence. Some have been debunked as being false, but others uh, are authenticated as belonging to something that has not yet been classified. DNA evidence was taken as well, but there's nothing definitive because uh, they can't even tell whether or not the animal or what they took the thing from was a Bigfoot, so they have nothing to compare it to. I personally, I do believe that, that they do exist, okay, and... Uh, the existence of some creatures thought to be myths or legends are are constantly being discovered. So why not Bigfoot? All right, Sal, you're freaking me out here. You said that you believe UFOs exist, and now Bigfoot. Yeah, as I stated in my UFO episodes, I believe they exist, but what they are is unknown. And just like Big, Bigfoot, there seems to be enough questions that Sasquatch, Bigfoot, is a reality, but what is it? Is it some sort of ape? species that has yet to been discovered are they demons disguising themselves as animals which could be considering that some people have seen these orbs or lights around them uh, or the fact that they vanish immediately or they 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 take a bullet and they're not hurt Um, but are they demons disguising themselves as animals to lead people astray from the truth are they all hoaxes you know I mean people would have to go through a lot to pull a hoax like that so, I don't know. But I find it very interesting to look at. And you see, it's just another distraction of the enemy to keep people away from the truth of the Bible. All right. So, we're going to talk about this more on the other side of the break. I'll stay with me. I'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back, and I hope you got a chance to visit my website, thetruthmustbetold.org, and leave a message there. You know, let me know what you think. Do you you think Bigfoot is real? It's interesting to discuss. Have you had an experience with Bigfoot? I'd like to hear that too. I'm not going to put you on the air. I'm not going to read your email on the air or anything like that. This is just between you and me, all right? Now, I want to remind you, that demons can appear to us. And I mentioned before that are they demons that are appearing. It's a very good possibility. You know, demons are fallen angels who rebelled against God. They are evil, deceptive, and destructive. Second, Second Corinthians tells us that demons can masquerade as angels of light and servants of righteousness to appear. So for them to appear as a, uh, as a Bigfoot, uh, that's, that seems to be within their powers and abilities to do so. You know, we we see countless times of angels appearing to men throughout the Scripture. You know, first uh, first appearance was at the Garden of Eden. Uh, Angels appeared to Sarah, Abraham, and in Genesis uh, 18. Angels appeared to Lot and ate food with them, Genesis 19. An angel appeared to Daniel to give him a message from God. Balaam saw an angel that was ready to kill him. Joshua saw the captain of the Lord of hosts. Gideon saw an angel and was told the Lord was with him. Mary was visited by an angel who told her that she would be the mother of the Messiah. There's so many more to talk about, but now remember the demons are fallen angels that have rebelled against God, and there is no indication that they could not appear to men as well. So if they can if they can appear to men, they can certainly appear as a Bigfoot. Not a problem there. Now remember, Satan wants you wants to take you off track. He will tell you things that are so close to the truth, yet his version is twisted. All right, so God told Adam and Eve not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Satan appeared to Eve in the form of a serpent and said, did God really say to you that you must not eat from any tree in the garden? She said to him, oh, God said that we can eat of any tree except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, or we will die you will certainly not die god knows that when you eat from it your eyes will be open and you will be like god knowing good and evil now here's the twist was satan correct in saying that you will certainly not you will not certainly die yeah to a point god was not referring to a physical death but to a spiritual one now satan tried well of course later on i mean because now man was time was uh cut short on the earth because of sin, or else Adam and Eve would still be alive today. So Satan tried the same method on Jesus. If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus quoted Scripture to counter the temptation. Then Satan comes back with Scripture to tempt Jesus, to throw throw himself off the temple by saying, He will give his angels command over you. He will command his angels concerning you. And Jesus counters with, It is also written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Then the devil tries to tempt Jesus again uh, to to get him to worship Satan by showing him the kingdoms of the world and finally Jesus rebukes the devil with scripture a third time. See, Satan does not want you to worship God. He wants that for himself. How do I know that? Isaiah 14, 12, chapter 14, verses 12 through 15. This is out of the New King James. How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, How you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation. On the farthest sides of the north, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol or hell, to the lowest depths of the pit. So there was a prophecy in there too. So Satan wants to be worshipped. He is jealous of God. So again, anything that he could do to lead people astray, he will do. That's why I believe we're seeing a lot of this stuff. I mean, uh, whether UFOs are real or not, whatever. If, you know, Loch Ness, whatever. But they, you know, they tend to put people in a uh, a, a logic of, well, we're going to believe in evolution that maybe this creature survived somehow and came across the land bridge across the United States and, you know, settled in over here. Um, so, you know, he just anything he could do to lead you off the beaten trail, he will do. Now, does the Bible say anything about a Bigfoot-type creature? Okay, there's the, here's the answer to your question. Now, I've taken the following excerpt from gotquestions.org, and he, and they say this. Some people look into the Bible and claim... To find proof that Bigfoot exists, usually the theories involved Esau, Cain, or the Nephilim. If you're not sure what the Nephilim was, they were uh, sons of God, came and made love to uh, earth women and uh, to uh, 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 earthly women, and uh, produced a uh, group of people called the Nephilim. They were giants among the line. Now Esau, Esau, we uh, we talked about Esau, Cain, and the Nephilim. Now Esau was born covered with hair. In Genesis 25-25. And his descendants, the Edomites, were enemies of Israel. These facts led some to speculate that creatures we call Bigfoot are actually modern-day Edomites who have inherited Esau's trait of being a man of the field. Genesis 25-27. Another theory involves Adam and Eve's son, Cain. Cain was, of course, the first murderer. I talked about that on the last show. And he was cursed by God and condemned to be a restless wanderer on the earth, Genesis 4.12. Some theorize that Bigfoot is a descendant of Cain. Like his forebearer, Bigfoot is cursed to live apart from the rest of humanity and has become monstrous in his appearance. This would make Bigfoot similar to the fictional monster Grendel in Beowulf. A third theory uh, traces the Sasquatch back to the Nephilim as an antediluvian race. Now, antediluvian means... Prior to the flood. Okay, an antediluvian race of giants produced by the union of fallen angels and human women. This is what I was just talking about. Genesis 6 4. Some see the Sasquatch as a remnant of the Nephilim, or perhaps a new breed of creature produced the same way. Still, other Bigfoot enthusiasts use complex Bible codes based on numeric sequences to find the Sasquatch in the scripture. These numerologists claim to have discovered mentions of Bigfoot beast of the earth, hairy, and wild man in the Bible, all in the same context. And that's the end of the quote. Now, we're certainly perplexed on this issue, for sure. Many, many years, all right? However, we need not lose our faith in God. God has, the ability, has given us the ability to think and have free will. He could have made us a, sl- a bunch of slaves to do his bidding, but he didn't. He wanted us to freely come to him and worship him. Remember, uh, I've raised the, raised the question once before. This is from the Westminster Shorter Catechism. What is the chief end of man? It's the first question in that. and uh, The answer is man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. That is why we're here. We're here to glorify God and be in His presence and enjoy Him forever. Now, don't be deceived by the wiles of the devil. He will use anything to lure you away from the truth of God's word. If you are being, okay, so do what you, you know, do, if you're being fooled by this, don't, okay? Focus on the Lord, focus on what's right, all right? All right, so I think that's covered enough today on Bigfoot. I maybe it would be nice if I covered it more. Maybe it will, let me know. Uh, if you're being blessed by this podcast, then consider supporting this ministry. You can go to thetruthmustbetold.org and click the link for support. Also, if you have a prayer request, question, or comments on the show, you can go there as well. I appreciate you all being here. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and thank you for coming and, and listening to The Truth Must Be Told. See you next time.